0: Mr. J. Mr. J. I, I got to admit, dude, I was a little uncomfortable when I saw you uh, opening up the gate. I was like, <laughs> like I, was, I was happy. I was like, I was like, oh, and then you just kept coming closer. And even the guy that was behind you was like a little bit like, like uncomfortable. <laughs> he was just like. <laughs> and then because he was uncomfortable, that actually made me a little bit uncomfortable. So I was just like,
1: okay. Well, it's cause, probably because I was leaking gas. Yeah. I've, I've had the shits today. Uh, so it's well, been- yeah. It's it, been rough It's been rough Well you know It's been I mean, rough as protein cookies A lot of protein I got cookies I class all day on Saturdays all I, all I subsist on Is protein cookies and coffee So I shit like a motherfucker
0: Well I mean Given the content Of the Classes you've been uh, Taking I think I probably Would be feeling the same way too yeah. yeah When you have a As good of a high You're definitely gonna have uh, To come down Like plop, plop
1: plop all the way down into the bowl. (laughs) Into the bowl.
0: Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? damn.
1: My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told
0: me I had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. Give me an
1: Yeah. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? Smile. Though your heart is aching, smile. Even though it's breaking,
0: such a trip. He's <laughs> so brilliant, dude. <laughs> God, those moments are
1: just. <laughs>
0: I have to watch him in the theater again, oh, dude. I know. I tried to find
1: a showtime, but apparently it like, dropped to theaters like this week, a bunch of them.
0: Well, yeah, dude, I think it's probably number one, right? It's going to be number one again this weekend. God, lost his way. A coward. Do
1: something that cold-blooded. Someone who hides behind a mask. I used to think that my life was a tragedy, but now I realize it's a comedy.
0: So good, dude. It already puts me in the state that I need to, to do this podcast. If
1: I would to put a metaphor on this Batman versus Super Superman style, like, what about in this cancel culture of ours? This is about a man who has been shut off from the culture and isn't seen as like human, or was not even like treated as human and this is it continues to be pushed pushed down his whole life and you know told fuck you mm-hmm. um and this is him breaking out of the cancel culture
0: mm-hmm. there's so many different ways that that movie can be interpreted based on today's times like that you know especially when they cut his uh his funding you know for his uh, prescription drugs and, there you go yeah
1: and it happens all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it's it, it was uh it was cool. I mean, on the upset, did you like it? You liked I, it. Right I really? loved it. I loved it. I too. loved it. You know what? I will say this though. Uh, when I went to go see it, I was uh the AMC in City Walk. I was all the way in the back, and I had a good seat. And sure enough, there's a guy who brings his like seven kids with him to watch the movie. I'm like, you got to be at me. Oh, how old are the kids? Uh, they were like maybe 7 to like 10. And I'm like, dude, I'm looking at the dad like, what are you doing? Damn. What are you doing bringing your kids to Joker? And then on top of that, to make things worse, like the first 15 minutes, they were like, you know, they were horse playing. Um, and I'm like, God, man, come on, man. You guys are killing me, man. That's almost, an easy mistake to make, though, because
1: I would say Deadpool is something you could bring like a younger kid to it, and they'd understand like what's going on and like probably jive with it because right. it's fucking bloody it's but too, but there's yeah. a PG-13 version of it like just take out the blood and that's probably something they'd be allowed to see themselves at the movie theater you know right Um but yeah the Joker is not like a movie like that it is like you could take the Joker out the Joker aspect out of it and it'd be a really great movie
0: yeah well it was interesting it doesn't mean the Joker stuff yeah a lot of the kids they were going in and out of the movie too because it just it just it just couldn't jive with them mm-hmm. it just didn't really go with that but i but i will say this though i mean i want to go see it again in a more quiet uh quiet theater hopefully this time but the cinematography was just amazing it was yeah. incredible
1: budget of 55 to 70 million. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers has got to be like coming right now. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: Walter Hamada is having a good time right now. Mm. Yeah.
1: Now for the folks at home that probably don't know this movie was not a... not ever really planned pre-planned beforehand like during like the justice league movies or any of that this is just todd phillips wanting to make this movie todd phillips director of the hangover trilogy coming up with a with taking a script with another dude to warner brothers and being like yo we want joaquin phoenix and it just ended up happening yeah like in the midst of everything and what an amazing payoff That's what DC was missing that Marvel had with with this risk aspect of making a movie. You know, they were like the ultimate risk takers, like putting superheroes together in a movie or doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like something that no one would ever expect or like ever thought could be pulled off. And then we got Warner Brothers, you know, trying to do the same thing that they did. Right. But when Warner Brothers said, you know, we're just going to make a movie about Joker. Right. I'm not even going to say the Joker because he's not the Joker. He's just Joker to me. You know, it's a Joker story. And it's more profitable probably than any Marvel movie ever in terms of like the budget mm-hmm. and uh, the yeah the pro- profit off of it,
0: it. It, it it changes a lot of things now I I want to say that it changes everything mm. which I think it, it does but like, that was like a movie trailer moment that yeah. you just said <laughs> <laughs> it, well, ch-
1: it changes everything
0: it changes
1: everything
0: Well, here's what I would love to see happen going forward. Um, First of all, when Justice League happened the way that it happened, it was... I couldn't believe it. It was just... I mean, the months prior before it, you know, like, I was like, okay, yeah, they're doing the reshoots. I'm thinking that Justice League is going to match the Avengers, and it just didn't. So to me, the idea that Justice League, which is supposed to be DC's, like, Avengers, flopped was it it literally took me like a long time to process like well how do you move forward when your top crown jewel failed. So You break it up into strange
1: pieces. That's and move what i on. That's what I think. So
0: here's <laughs> what I here's what I would do. This is if I was an um this is what I would, would if I was an executive at Warner Brothers, this is what I would do. If, a lot of people probably wouldn't like this, but I'd let, I'd let Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa finish their run as Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Just, Solo movies. Just let let them finish their run, you know. Like and, trilogy. Yeah, maybe like or two movies or three. I mean, if they just, maybe they crossover. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But I w- I kind of want to I, I want to wrap, wrap their run up. Like I want to give them the justice. You know, I want to give them like, wrap their it time. up, folks.
1: Like at the works to play, and every time you see them, like the Oscars.
0: All right come on gotta put this universe back together (laughs) that that's what i'm saying so for me it's like i i i think i mean aquaman is a success wonder woman is a success by by virtue of success you want to make more so my whole thing is you finish out their run now robert pattinson it's a reboot that is like that's the point of something new, which Matt Reeves said that it could open up into other things. Now, what you could do is you you start with Batman, you, you reboot Flash, reboot Flash. No, are they gonna? They're holding on for dear life on Ezra Miller. I'll believe it when I see it. If that happens, but Me assuming too. assuming that it doesn't, you reboot the Flash. You get you get Green Lantern going, and then you reboot Superman. And so what you're doing is you're phasing out Snyderverse, you're mm-hmm. moving forward with the upcoming universe, and then you got the DC Black. So now you have three, you know, streams of income. You know, you're ending Snyderverse on the things that was good about it, which was Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Then you start with Robert Pattinson, which, uh, from what I'm hearing, it looks like it's going to be Earth One, but who knows. Uh, what costume. do you mean, but the costume the just costume. N-
1: nothing like plot wise, though yeah, it's yeah, still just, still long Halloween based on anything,
0: something I like that. I don't know what the it's probably gonna be long Halloween, but the suit is mm-hmm. gonna be yellow, oval on gray with mm-hmm. a black cowl. I'm gonna look this
1: shit up, I'm gonna find a
0: cool look pit. up, look up Batman uh, Earth. Earth, Batman Earth One, and uh, that suit I can definitely get behind for sure. It's uh, it's a story like have just,
1: sex with it. <laughs>
0: Probably got some nice
1: cheeks. Is it is it latex? Is it one of those uh Joel Schumacher no, latex
0: suits? No, no, It's got a special hole in it. Yeah, that's pretty dope. It's 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 cool. I'm I'm totally cool about it. It's a yeah, it's Jeff Johns's uh, story. And uh yeah, it'd be the first time we see the yellow oval since Batman Forever.
1: Now, are you thinking? Do you think the 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 cowl and the the cape are blue?
0: That I don't know. I think it'll probably be black. But, I'm
1: hoping uh, I, I like the gray and black I just, that's the if that's the one thing they can learn and just continue to move that forward gray and black for me yeah. and be able to turn your head yeah like, you can't go backwards on that one yeah which Justice League did
0: but if they did something like navy like navy blue I wouldn't be mad either it would just have mm. to re- it would have to be like a color that it, ha- it would have to make sense visually mm. you know
1: that'd be but, like a cool line like someone asking uh bruce in the back cave is if, if it's black and he's like no it's actually this shade of blue it's just it's hard to see it's the hardest shade of blue to see by the human eye
0: <laughs> that that's some uh some good uh potential for uh cinematic cheese right there you know? yeah
1: i love that shit yeah. that cinematic cheese it's like government cheese yeah. yeah i eat that shit up <laughs> like it's free um no that does you know what that's I think that's very wise of you to say and a very wise plan and that uh, I think you can tie that into the fandom by taking the uh The uh, DC cartoon universe model by starting with the Batman the Animated Series. That's the beginning point of this of this universe, and we Batman's had a long career. By the time he starts to actually see, yeah, you know, kind of like how BVS was, but we just never saw the beginning stuff. The
0: thing is, it's like it doesn't make sense to have if if you know if Ben Affleck's not coming back, that's a given. Doesn't make sense to to move forward with Superman. you know, from the old universe with the new bat, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it's like, listen, you guys have an opportunity to reboot, start fresh, start from scratch, and 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 make a Justice League movie the right way. Like, I think, you know, things are gonna go with Matt Reeves. Which, granted, too, here's the thing: Matt Reeves is a Batman fan. He's going, he's really big uh, on Jeff Loeb stuff and a few other mm-hmm. Batman stories. So you have a guy behind the camera with Batman that actually loves Batman. Now. You got Batman covered. You get Jeff Johns with Green Lantern, who's the godfather of Green Lantern. You get those two off the ground, and then you get Flash going, and then you get a new a new Wonder Woman. You get a new Aquaman. You get uh, maybe Cyborg, maybe Martian Manhunter, and then you can do Justice League New Fifty Two, Dark Side War, and really make it like a thing. And I don't care about having twenty two films. Just give me go- just goddamn. Like quality, like comic book movies, like just gold standard, like mm. raising the bar. You know, I'm sick and tired of this, like, uh, man, uh, what, what's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like mass produced, uh, CGI effects. Like, I'd rather wait three years and have a movie that looks like amazing than to just have like two or three in a year when they can just be mm. on Netflix and be TV shows. You know what I'm saying? True. D- DC can. Telling you man, dude, DC has the opportunity and the potential to really rise from the ashes and have a Justice League movie that makes five billion dollars and be the highest grossing film. I'd call it Justice League United, and then the sequel would be Justice League Unlimited.
1: Ooh. JU and JU2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Um, uh, will uh, well, Warner Brothers uh, or whoever it is that they put in charge of the DC movies, J.J. Abrams, hopefully, well,
0: will they have we'll see a what vision after they- Rise of Skywalker?
1: Will they have an overall vision, and will yeah. they get out of the way of the directors? Because even though you have, you can put all the amazing talent in the world, like Greg Berlanti worked on the original Green Lantern movie, yeah. but they they done fucked up all that stuff. Yeah. And Jeff Johns was the head of DC Creative, uh, or the DC movies for a stint. Yeah. For a pretty a important year. stint. He, yeah. he oversaw pretty much the the reconstruction of Justice League, the Frankenstein
0: monster. So right. Here's here's the thing with Jeff Johns. I mean he was only in that position for like a year.
1: Yeah. Well so uh,
0: I so I don't here's, so I know there's a lot of people that wanna give him flack. And I'm gonna be honest that my initial reflexes were like to give him flack because it's like, you know, you point them at the top. But here's the thing. These stories I don't believe were his. I don't believe he had anything to do with VBS story-wise. I don't believe he had anything to do with Justice League story-wise. Maybe he had a hand and trying to repair but I don't think it had anything to do with
1: that you know I was also gonna say probably the studio as a whole as well I mean that's I why it's like it I said too. Warner Snyder. Brothers and and whoever and DC created like just all it seemed like there was just not synergy on their part in the overall how they wanted it to go mm-hmm. they are just kinda get it get it out as fast as we can right and like that moolah
0: yeah. Well, I mean, sure. Warner Brothers knows that, that the properties are, are profitable, you know? I mean, BBS, it wasn't a critical success, but it still made money. Could it have made more? Absolutely. If it was actually, mm-hmm. like, critically praised. And, you know, the special effects, too, are they're actually... They weren't, like, that bad, you know? For, for BBS? BBS? Yeah, no, they're pretty know. good. They're really glorious, you know? But uh, that's 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 my approach. That would be my plea to Warner Brothers. I'd be like, listen, just... Guys, need it. You guys need to have a a 10 year vision. You guys need to start. You need okay, listen. You guys got Joker, you got Aquaman. You're in this position right now where you guys got to plan the next 10 years with this stuff because if you don't, you're losing money. Like, if you guys really get your shit together, which I think they do, I think they do whatever they're you know, they're doing right now, it's working, but I think it it could be way more. So,
1: well, Marvel originally just made Iron Man just like. Those first phase, they were just like, "Well, we're just gonna make them as good as we can make them, and and not worry about planning." Now they had the cash, they can, they're planning out TV shows and shit. But Kevin Feige always said they always just tried to just make the best movie at the time, right? Um uh, And worry about the the universe stuff later. Yeah, and it worked out.
0: Yeah, I think, and I think I read this online too. Um I think this is a great idea for DC films going forward too. Is uh, you make let's say you have the you know the Batman movies they're only Batman centered films you have the Green Lantern movies they're only centered around Green Lantern like I don't need Superman or any other DC characters to, mm-hmm. to do that just kind of let their own characters like you know you let you, let's say you know you do a Flash trilogy It's but it's like Flash centric yeah. you know you don't need to have Batman in a Flash movie just let Flash worlds do his own thing and then kind of pop in to the Justice League and let and let that thing be its own thing without mm-hmm. being dependent on like I mean maybe you have like a little bit of it, but I, right. I, but nothing like where you have to have Nick Fury in every movie you have to have John Favreau in every movie it's like you know like no I feel like, you like you just give 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 the characters like a solo significance now, mm. I, but but I know Jeff Johns I mean if if you read Black This Night, it's. All the DC characters are in that, like Superman. Right. Yeah, they're all in it. Aquaman, Mara, they're all in it in a Green Lantern story. It's pretty, you know. I think Jeff Johns likes it when they're all together, but you know, I think going forward, more friends to play with. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, I uh, I dig it, but the uh, the the Joker movie. So their their first big success the biggest um, they've had basically since they started in this new area of comic book movies do you think they continue to make black label movies and do you think what is your preferred next black label movie well
0: you know my roommate is a a film director and he he would love to see Batman by Gaslight or Batman Uh, or a live action version of Batman Mask of the Phantasm like that's his idea um so he his whole thing about DC Black is to see movies that you know are a little bit like off off cue like Superman Red Sun like you know Superman in mm-hmm. B- Soviet Union I I don't know if I'm ready for like a live action Superman Red Sun movie it's like my whole that's thing pretty is pretty
1: uh, out there because they haven't really gotten Superman right that's what I'm saying
0: get Superman right first then let's, let's talk about that hmm. so I mean I can understand if they want to do like other you know Batman etc. or if they want to do Swamp Thing or if they want to do like DC Vertigo if they want to do hmm. like those types of movies absolutely go for it
1: but, yeah, you know I think the easiest one that it's kind of kind of lives in both worlds kind of in those worlds and Batman Beyond I think yeah. I think they should just go for that just throw it out there like Bro. everyone, everyone knows it. Everyone knows the the lore well enough to be able to understand that Bruce Wayne's old and can't be Batman. Dude. Like that's just carte blanche to do whatever you want. That's dope. Bro, if Michael Keaton came back as Bruce Wayne, yeah, you can do you, and you can do that too. Bring back an old Batman.
0: He can he could do one or two movies, and the ship can be Terry McGinnis's. <sighs> Bro, that would be amazing. I would literally. I would pee and I would, I'd lose my shit over that. I I mean, we're in that. Here's the thing: we're in that age now where it's possible, but it gets a little tricky because it's superhero property. You know, Mm -hmm. could we have a Batman Beyond movie and a Robert Pattinson movie simultaneously? I actually, here's the thing: if we, that's what I'm thinking. Ten years ago, it would be like no way. That Mm -hmm. never happened because we had Christopher Nolan's thing and it's like we're only having Nolan's Batman movie. Mm -hmm. But I think today I think you could definitely you could have that or or you do it like this. You do an HBO Max series of Batman Beyond six episodes
1: Mm
0: -hmm. on a budget of like 100 million
1: hmm bro. I told you I've always wanted a Batman series. Like the Batman lends itself to a series so much better yeah, than most dude, Batman most other Beyond
0: shows. could be the it clo- could be the closure for Tim Burton if he wanted to come back. You met Batman Beyond directed by Tim Burton.
1: Shit, I don't know. How much uh how much practical sets do you think they'd have to build and, and how much effects would they use? I
0: think that maybe the the, the Batmobile in that mm-hmm. could be practical with a green screen mm. you could bro if you approach it like Blade Runner 2049 or like Tron you're in
1: or Mandalorian
0: yeah yeah so I don't know what year that would be that's that's thing mean to see if it was a sequel to here's the thing if you're gonna have Michael King come back as Batman it's gonna it ha, I mean a lot of people have said well it doesn't have to be a Burton sequel come on come on man <laughs>
1: What do you think about? Have you seen the the photo from Crisis where it's the it's Michael Keaton on the front page of a newspaper, yeah, yeah. married to uh, Selena,
0: Selena Kyle. Kyle? That made me happy, but at the same time, I'm like, there's no way they're, they're putting everything in that. It sounds like.
1: And, uh, oh, so, oh, that trailer I sent you. What did, what did you think think about that? Uh,
0: yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. That was
1: like the fucking dream, man. Yeah.
0: I it, mean, it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty epic with the whole, um, crisis, um, thing. I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, I think Brandon Routh's Superman suit actually looks pretty legit. I was actually very impressed mm. with, um, with
1: that yeah so yeah he looks dope yeah um I, I sent him this uh Crisis on Infinite Earths uh fan made trailer from Ultra Sargent where it's got like every DC anything you've ever seen it's like yeah got Christopher Reeve and Adam West and and Chris Nolan's Batman like everybody's just in it it's pretty dope even the the Teen Titans yeah um so check that out if <laughs> you can if you just want to nerdgasm um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for that one, especially uh, Kevin Conroy, right, his actual Batman. Swine. They uh,
0: yeah. they released a picture of Cal.
1: Have you seen it? I haven't
0: really seen it yet. Ooh, see if I can find it for you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea that he plays like an older. I mean, technically, oh, yeah. technically, you could make a Batman Beyond movie with Kevin Conroy. You could. You sure he, could. Yeah, I mean, he's the age for it. I mean. Ideally, I mean, if Michael Keaton were to do it, that'd be great. But if Kevin Conroy stepped in and did a Batman Beyond movie for HBO Max, I wouldn't be crying either. But I just want, I would prefer Michael Keaton. And then Mm -hmm. if you could tie the mythology, like I would just, I would love Tim Burton to kind of, I would love for him to come back to that and just be like, okay, how would you tell this? How would you finish? How would you close the story? Because I mean, as I do love Batman Forever, but that's not Tim Burton's Batman
1: three movies mm-hmm. yeah I don't mind that one either actually yeah. I used to really really like Val, Val Kilmer was my favorite Batman yeah, for a while it was
0: great Suits were great Chase Meridian I wanted to grow up so bad because of her when I was
1: a kid <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta get back to this Joker movie real quick though yeah so o- overall I'd say we both liked it oh absolutely Um it better win Oscars it better. I, I'm going to be, I think Joaquin definitely deserves, deserves an awards for that. Absolutely. Um, I love the idea that it was like ambiguous. I think that's perfect. Cause I mean, you see him at the end of, the movie and he's at arkham and it did was the whole movie a story was that particular part a story like i loved that aspect that it could it's not like it's not like they went out and tried to tell you like this is the definitive origin story of the joker bro no it's just like a story of a dude who has a really shit life and at the end of it yeah. people he he ends up yeah. Kind of becoming being the Joker, it's almost like he stumbled into being the Joker, which is kind of I thought that was like almost whimsically. Yeah. He comes out of the, the cop car and all the the clowns are on him, and then he just like oh, that was... does the blood, and then there he is. He's the fucking Joker. He's like, yeah, man, I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah. I that was that was so dope. That was a great way to end it.
0: So uh, so cinematic, so epic, man. Spoilers oh, when he gets up by the, the car, way. Yeah. <laughs> fucking
1: spoilers if you haven't seen it.
0: I loved it. I mean, I'm. I'm a Batman fan, you're a Batman fan, but mm. the the Batman eggs and those were just so wonderful. Mm. Like, you know, here's the thing, guys. It's been out for what? Almost a month now. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'm gonna spoil this. Okay. I thought that whole thing with Thomas Wayne and him thinking that he was his father, and I just thought that was just brilliant. Mm. It's just wonderful. I was like, oh, shit, you guys are really going to go this route. But it wasn't in a way that was so obvious. Like, it was like an unraveling. And, God, that was so good, bro. See? I I love love deep
1: movies, man. It was a super deep movie. Um, I would say I'm on the opposite side of the fence with you on the Waynes. I think (laughs) if there's one thing I could have done without in the movie, I think they didn't even need the Waynes at all. But... Having said that, I mean, I thought it was a great story, and and it fits totally in with my with the theory of him telling the story from Arkham. Like, in and, and I'm the step, I'm one a stepchild of uh, Thomas Wayne, just like that Bruce Wayne. So it could just be, you know, I don't know. But I it was. I thought it was great. I was, thought it was a really interesting interesting take on it like being a period piece. I've never but I had also I will say I've never seen any of the movies that people are saying that they lifted a lot of stuff from like uh, Taxi Driver. I've never seen, I've or, seen the, it, but or the triggered. comedian what is that what that movie is? Uh is a Robert De Niro movie, King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Scorsese uh Robert De Niro. They said there's a lot of like it's basically those two movies combined. I've been reading like almost like using shots and like the outline of the stories. Yeah. But I, so but I've never seen it. So to me this shit was all new. And yeah, I, I, dug I saw it. a
0: taxi driver but nothing in that triggered Yeah, I mean less than a triggers. Can no, I didn't get my triggers. No triggers? Yeah. Yeah nothing nothing was uh, set off for that. But I just think it's just I mean when I hear that stuff I'm I think maybe And at the same time, I also Mm -hmm. think, okay, is it just another hit piece to try to get clicks when people talk like that? I don't know, dude. I think people are really starting to wise up to critics today, at least Mm. critics today. There's always been critics, but critics today and the audience are two different measures today. Mm -hmm. You could see something on Rotten Tomatoes and the critics are like, oh. Critics are saying this, critics are saying that. A 97% score on Rotten Tomatoes. And the audience score is like 28%. Mm. So we're at this age now where people are fed up and Rotten Tomatoes can try to put up as many things that they can to try to protect the movies that they're quote-unquote not trying to protect. But at the end of the day, that audience score is going to get voted at after its release, you know, and I know that Captain Marvel, you know, changed things with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you look at things with you know, Batwoman and, you know, all that other stuff. So be it, you know, people are going to have their say. And I'm just I think people are, are starting to wise up to think that there is uh, a narrative to you know, fit to benefit people with, you know, their pocketbooks you know, people that have the money, but I think people are wise enough to say, no, I don't feel this way, you know? So there is this battle that I think that's more conscious of now, so. Well,
1: it seems like with the news un- unraveling, uh, people's trust in the news rather than, that makes sense for the critics to not be taking this seriously, yeah. but... Um,
0: I'm sick of the news, bro. I don't want yeah. to watch any more news.
1: <laughs> but there's such a look there's so much money in entertainment and these markets are so huge like if there's a big enough demand for something it's gonna get met eventually because someone's out there is gonna want to put money towards investing towards making it right like He-Man's getting a new a totally new series on Netflix continuing the original series from like the the 80s or 70s or something is kevin smith action? is in charge is it of it live
0: action that's oh, an animated, animated okay. yeah yeah i think that they were going to do a live action but i don't think that they weren't and i here's mm. the thing man i'm not a he-man fan i mean i know yeah. that's that's a thing i know there's a thing but i know that they had that one point they were doing the live action and the guy that they got to be he-man looked like he-boy
1: um uh, well, yeah. that sucks yeah he's very that's almost like a Thor type of thing where it's like you gotta find a guy who's like the perfect amount that can act but also he needs to be genetically so genetically sound that he can look like a fucking bodybuilder yeah.
0: he has to look like a masculine god yeah like where he walks in and he's just the epitome of a man like, like when I think of He-Man that's what I think of I don't mm-hmm. think of this underdeveloped boy who just happens to be built and has a pretty face I don't That that's not He-Man to me I mean, I think Dolph Lundgren
1: filled that shoe, yeah. shoe as about as well as you could. Right. He was very. I mean, he. I wouldn't say he had the acting chops of like Did a Hemsworth. He played, right. He played. And, uh, yeah. There's like of a the 70s. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: go on about your point, and I will look for a clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just. I mean, Dolph Lundgren is is just the man. In terms of. <laughs> uh, Rocky IV,
1: baby. He's like an action star. Um, um, Ad, he's in. Uh, I mean, really, it's it's Rocky that made him for me. Let's see. Okay, Masters of the Universe trailer. Check this issue out. At the far end of the universe, there is a planet ruled by a being of utter evil. There is only one
0: man who dares challenge him. They are locked in a battle to the death, a battle that will take them across the heavens, okay.
1: a battle that will finally be fought. I want the that brought to me. Across the face. Police! Nobody move. Of Earth the this is the decision that broke the movie, was bringing it to modern day Earth and having the principal from Back to the Future playing
0: play a role. <laughs> I have to watch this movie. I've never seen this guy. He looks like Ema. <Yeah>.
1: in the trailer. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, Frank
0: Langella as Skeletor. As Skeletor, Frank Langella, Skeletor. I don't know who that is. Masters of the Universe, live the adventure. No, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> What's the thing? That, is that as Courtney 20. Cox started that as well. Courtney Cox? Yeah. What? I have to watch this movie now. Okay. <laughs> Music by Bill Conti, who did the Rocky theme. Okay, as as cheesy as that movie looks, there is so much potential to make something from that. A Gary Goddard
1: film. Do you think perchance he might be related to Mr. Drew Goddard of? Uh,
0: you never know. Could be the director and uh, did you see future Bad, Times, at the, at the, at Bad Times at the El Royale? I did. I enjoyed the hell out of it. That, uh, that movie was amazing. That was one of my favorite movies last year. Bad Times of Elroy, mm, It took a long time for me to see it. I saw it in the spring. That was the movie that made me really respect Chris Hemsworth as an actor. No. Because, uh, yeah, he kind of... No relation, by the way, on the Goddards. No, no? Oh, okay.
1: Sucks. Yeah.
0: Can't but, get them all. Yeah. But I think... Yeah, I think we got everything established with uh, thinking about, you know, DC films going forward. Obviously, Joker is a magnificent success and who knows how high it'll go. Hmm. Um, Do you think
1: they tried to portray him sympathetically? Dude, that's what the biggest fear about the whole movie is. It's like, are they sympathizing
0: the Joker who should be an outright villain? Okay, you know what's funny? I'm glad yeah. that you said that because I did feel fear him. I felt bad for him. Me I did too. feel sympathy. And when I saw him... Uh, stand up for himself and really you know kill people in their defense mm-hmm. I, this is uncomfortable to admit this but it was true I was cheering for him my nipples are a little hard <laughs> <laughs> I was like you get him you bastard I was like get him get the, get." The get those sons of a bitches as well was he lets the little midget guy go that was
1: that might be my favorite scene in the movie that yeah. I, I like i laughed out loud and was it like it was very up. i pulled jump forward when when he ran at him
0: and, and you know it was interesting because that was a moment that you loved the joker i mean i mean let's say let's say i mean i mean i loved him before that but let's say if you were so fearful and spiteful It's that moment where even though he's sick and twisted and does all these bad things, it's a moment where, wow, he actually has some sort of, like, good in him. Or he has some sort of mercy or compassion, you know? Some level of empathy.
1: Which is funny because people got all pissy about that that aspect of this movie but when it comes to Joker and Harley Quinn it was like oh whoa 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 how can you love Harley Quinn that's your humanizing the Joker there wasn't that argument in suicide squad argument
0: I think I could I, I think that argument was made because of suicide squad itself I think I actually do think you can make I mean here I mean Joker and Harley Quinn is not really my forte. Like, I'm not somebody who's gonna say, well, in the comics, is this, and you know, <laughs> you got this, and you got that happening, and you got this, you know. And but then you're there's...
1: gonna be like, relationship goals. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Can <your> here, <laughs> bitch, let <me> choke you. <laughs> no.
0: I, I think that there is something there to really make in terms of uh, showing a side of the Joker that we haven't seen before now he's obviously with her for something you know I mean obviously there's a lot of women that he can get but why does he get with Harley Quinn we don't really see the Joker with any other females than Harley Quinn have you, do you recall I don't recall I don't think I is do is that a mind fuck to think about you're like no yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. I mean Superman's been with Wonder Woman Superman's been with Lois Lane mm-hmm. uh, but those are heroes I mean villains yeah. you don't really think about the type of women that they get wow it's a
1: mind think they all want to bang cheetara or cheetah
0: cheetah or, you know. i'm uh, uh probably that might um evoke some fetishes if furry yeah. a real life furry though real life yeah
1: <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um but yeah I, the joker though to to end to end the the joker i would uh i'd I'm, I'm glad it happened i hope they don't make a sequel i hope this is just a one-off thing um i love joaquin in a role in the role but i don't think uh i think i don't think he would jive well with uh matt reeves uh matt reeves yeah. uh films if, so the, if they make separate. a
0: yeah if they make a sequel to the joker which i i kind of hope they don't because i'm just like it's just good as it is yeah, I hope that they don't, but I think if they do, it's going to put a halt on Matt Reeves' Joker unless they decide to do two Jokers at once, you know? Mm. But if Matt Reeves goes the route of Long Halloween, then we're going to have to see Joker eventually. So. Oh, yeah? That's, yeah. Uh,
1: mm. Damn. And, is that, mm. and he's doing a trilogy, so maybe it's not the first.
0: Yeah, I think mm. what he might do... I know a lot of people are speculating that it's uh, a long Halloween but there's uh, Batman Haunted Night there's a long Halloween and there's Dark Victory and Robin's in that we actually might see Robin again which I'm totally cool you know I'm totally cool part of, yeah, it's
1: part of the thing I, I've always just wanted to see the whole the whole shebang the Batman the Robin
0: the Nightwing the yeah. Batgirl all together yeah the Bat family is really a thing now that's actually like really trendy now with uh Batgirl and Joker, and, I mean, I'm not the Joker. uh Dame, Damian Wayne. Mm. Like.
1: Oh yeah, didn't they? I think I might have read that the that Robin being in in one of these new Matt Reeves movies um, is going. They're they're now taking that Nightwing movie idea and trying to tie it to that. Trying to tie it to that. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, Cause uh, that was in development for a long time. Yeah,
0: I think what's his name, Chris. Um, is so it Chris McCoy no 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 uh, there's another guy I forget his name he's the director of the Lego movie I forget Chris uh, McKay Chris
1: McKay. Yeah, yeah Chris that's McKay a good call yeah it, it up? I guess that's it for DC huh
0: I guess yeah I mean we got uh, Zoe Kravitz as uh, oh casting bro yeah we got yeah.
1: Batman uh, yeah Batman casting
0: yeah I think Zoe Kravitz is gonna kill it. My personal pick was uh, Ana de Armas, which mm. she could be Poison Ivy, maybe, down the road. You know, but uh, I feel like she's capable. Look up Ana de Armas, bro. She was in Blade Runner 24-9. She's a Cuban actress, bro. Mm. She was in the top four. She was uh, one of the, the front runners to play.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I guess could totally see Catwoman.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Nice. I'm uh I'm hyped about the the Riddler guy. Um I think he'll do good. I don't I don't know that guy. I can't I don't know his name, but I've I've loved every movie I've seen of his. Did you ever see uh see Swiss Army Man? No. Dude, that is a He's in that, that is a great movie. Yeah. It is so fucking silly. You know what it's about, right? D- Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead body and he washes up on shore and he like talks to the Riddler. And they like have an adventure together. But he's a dead body, and he like okay hold up, where the fuck? <laughs> this is why we have the internet. I this movie was great. It was one of those things where you just have no idea what to expect. Well, don't go in with any expectations. But it's just gonna be fucking weird, and it's gonna make you laugh. All right, check this out. 824. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd always hoped right before I died, my life would flash before my eyes and I would see wonderful things. But as I was hanging up there, I, 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 I didn't really see much of anything. And I That's did see you. I <laughs> I thought you were dead. I like that? I don't think so. You're talking. Yeah. No. Hi. You're special. You're special. And you're like the multi-purpose tool guy. And that's why I need you to help me get home. You want to go home so you can have luck. But you ran away because nobody loves you. Well, shut up. You can't just say everything that comes into your head. That's bad talking. Oh. Oh! Hey! oh! It's so What's happening? Oh. Fanny, I think your wang is guiding us home. It's magic. <laughs> like other people's farts. Is that why you don't fart in front of me? I just like to do it alone. (laughs) Or hold it in. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do.
0: That's so sad. it was beautiful it's great it is it is a very interesting watch you know speaking of Sundance I'm actually um, I'm planning to go possibly next year Ah. next February Um, go go, meaning um, like you're gonna go see like screenings there yeah Mm-hmm. No uh, Utah. Um, it's like three hundred dollars a ticket. Uh huh. Per, per, per movie. No, for uh, a house. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, we might have to talk about if we want to go. Huh? But uh, yeah. it's like a.
1: It's a really nice place to stay too. Yeah. I've never been like you know out in the snow in the mountains and shit. Sure. I think there's skiing. Never the snow. You never in the cell? I mean, I've been in the snow before. I'm from I'm <laughs> from Illinois. <laughs> I know. I've never seen no snow before. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, that'd be dope. All right. Maybe we could try to bring a movie to it.
0: Yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, I might go next year, but uh, dude, I think uh, doing a movie there is uh, it's good goals, you know, to have. And a lot of people they they don't even aim in that direction. You know, that's one of the things I've learned about. You know, I I, I think it has a lot to do with the times that we live in and our just our generation. you know, I think I'd be, I don't know, I would like to imagine that 20 years ago a lot of people had aspirations to be like the next Spielberg, but now people are just making anything just to make anything. You know, as opposed to like saying, I want to make something that gets shown at Sundance. Mm-hmm. You know? But I get it too, you know, you don't make things for the result, you just make things because you have a passion. So it just depends on the type of approach and that type
1: of stuff so well things are evolving how we consume entertainment if uh, if we didn't have a YouTube and all that um, YouTube and Vimeo maybe uh, I mean but back in the 90s like Sundance I mean Sundance is still huge don't get me wrong like getting your movie there but it was just like more uh, respected I guess because that was like the, the place you could see like movies that don't have distributors yet or that, that are going to be like award winning movies Movies that get bought there at Sundance, yeah. so I don't know. I think it's a combination of the both, mm-hmm. and people also doing their own their own thing, which I think in in every we should always encourage. Like I try, I don't try to like I I love like Kevin Smith and and uh, like Joe Rogan and and like other and Peter Jackson and George Lucas, but I I can't. I can't pretend to be them and like do what they do. Right. Like if I try to do what they do and like, I can't, I'm not, I'm no good at doing what they do. I'm only good at doing what I do, but they inspire me to do things, but I'm not trying to be them.
0: Right. Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of people do is they try to replicate or try to be, you know, some, somebody that they're not, you know, and then it's like, why, you know? But I, I get it, you know. You have to find you have to find your own way, and you have to be clear of who you are, and just grow every day, you know, being the better version that you were yesterday. So
1: true that. It's time to go uh, Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, talk about your. Uh, your new YouTube channel. You just launched a YouTube channel. Yes,
0: I got a, a new YouTube channel. It's uh, It just launched today. I got one video up on there, but I'm going to be uh, putting stuff up there. What's know? it called? It's called Mr. Coker's Neighborhood. It's inspired by Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but I want it to be a modern-day version like that a little bit, kind of like that, but also with the lens of my life and how I interpret things. And I want it uh, to be fun and adventurous uh, for me and whoever wants to watch it. So, you know, you can uh, subscribe there. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Coker, M I S T E R K O C H E R, Mr. Coker. The Cokester, the Cokester.